0: So we are seeing some new highs. They continue. Tomorrow starts the now virtual Jackson Hole Symposium. We have a new high for the S&P 500. The Nasdaq's holding that 15,000 mark. What do you think people will be watching for tomorrow? Is there anything that really could come out of this that might surprise folks?
1: If there certainly could. And we saw that happen last year. So a little bit of background. The FLMC doesn't formally meet again until September 21st. But as you said, Nicole, we could get additional details on the eventual removal of monetary accommodation at Jackson Hole. Again, tapering. This is not tightening, so there's a very big difference there. It'll be interesting to see how the market reacts because the Fed's been quite good at telegraphing what they're going to do. So the symposium begins tomorrow, August 26th. For some background, since 1978, the Federal Reserve Bank of Kansas City has played host to central bankers, um, policymakers, academics, economists all around the world um, at this annual symposium. Um, And this year's policy, a symposium will be around macroeconomic policy in an uneven economy. We've been talking about that particularly over the past 18 months, the have and the have not to the economy. Um, That's going to take place Thursday to Saturday. Federal Chairman uh, Jerome Powell will headline the event. The symposium was originally scheduled to return to a live format, but as you mentioned, it just got announced last Friday that it's going to um, pivot to virtual due to the recent um, elevated COVID-19 health risks. So, Kind of feel sorry for the event planners there having to pivot that quickly. Now, we'll have to see if this year's symposium offers any monetary policy surprises as well. According to Lawrence Gillum, he's a fixed income strategist for LPL Financial, economic policy shifts have occurred at the event in the past, including last year when Powell announced that the Fed would operate under a new monetary policy framework called flexible average inflation targeting, which seeks to avoid premature interest rate hikes. Fed watchers will be looking for any additional hints on when monetary accommodation will start to be scaled back. Uh, July Fed minutes released last week indicated that most participants judged that it could be appropriate to start reducing the pace of asset purchases this year if the economy evolves in line with their expectations. Additionally, most participants noted that substantial further progress has been made towards the inflation goals, but the employment goal have not been met yet. Importantly, these minutes came from a meeting held more than three weeks ago before a string of disappointing economic data releases and before the recent surge in the COVID-19 variant. So this symposium may serve as an opportunity for Powell to clarify and update the committee's current assessment of the economy, which will tell us if the myths released last week are still relevant. So I think that's a really interesting point there. Additionally, Powell may use um, The time to help separate any tapering decisions from upcoming interest rate decisions, another fine line there, which was something the committee has recently discussed. So there, there is a lot of potential announcements that could come out of this, and I think the market really needs to think about the language and remembering that tapering is one thing and tightening is something else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think when we talk about tapering, right, or the taper tantrum, and I think a lot of that will come to see when we see how much they plan on cutting back on the bond buying or what uh, the Fed plans to do. They certainly telegraph it, so hopefully there won't be too much of a knee-jerk reaction as far as uh, tightening and rates. Well, that's a whole nother ball game. I don't think anybody sees that now. And he's got a nice big excuse, the Delta variant. And as you said, the labor market, which is going to take some time. Uh, we are seeing the Nasdaq at a new high. I saw cyber and also chips were leading the way. Financials are doing well today. Um, your thoughts on the broader market, that, what else are you watching today?
1: Well, I think what's really interesting is what President Joe Biden is meeting with um, executives from NASDAQ 100 companies like Apple and um, Amazon, because cybersecurity really is the focus right now. And I think that's a conversation we're going to be having over the next couple of months, uh, next couple of years. And it's not just tech companies, you have financial services, you have insurance, um, energy, you have education, a number of um, public interest groups that are discussing with the president and his administration how to combat cybersecurity threats. And I think the tension really exists with how private companies and the government interact with each other and where protection measures need to be taken for each party's interests and who is responsible for that. So this event comes after the U.S. experienced several large cybersecurity attacks um, that really have led to the urgency that we're seeing with the sector uh, public and private sectors uh, to contain these threats, including um, the software firm Solar Winds that impacted several government agencies, and the Colonial Pipeline hack. Um, you know Biden is meeting with CEOs from Amazon, Apple, JPMorgan Chase, Bank of America, Travelers, uh, PG&E, Girls Who Code, and more to discuss ways that the U.S. can improve its cybersecurity. And many of these goals include addressing the root causes. Of the attacks like vulnerabilities and critical infrastructure. And Nicole, what's really interesting is there's 500,000 unfilled US cybersecurity jobs. And this is and, you know, you have public sector, private sector all competing for these positions, and many of them include financial services groups as well. So it's not just specific to the tech industry, it's across multiple industries that impact every facet of this economy.